tremendous number of teachers, but they're learning at a high level of proficiency because they have the aspiration. And so Sonny made it really clear that I want to be able to provide resources to under-resourced schools, but I also want to be able to give students who have the opportunity, or have limited opportunities, the opportunity to grow, the opportunity to compete on a global level education. Does that make sense? So I can tell you a whole lot about CFPP, but I want you to take a moment right now and watch and listen to our founder, Sanjay Gray, talk a little bit about her own purpose. Yes, but it is about breaking cycles of abuse. 
breaking cycles of poverty. It is about building communities through education. And with that, I invite you to meet our founder and our president, Sometimes when you're walking um, on earth and you do so many things and you think you do them well, there is this one thing that causes you to say, this is bigger than life. This is way better than me. And what I feel is that by my grandbaby sitting right there, that he will probably see the full manifestation of And to me, that's powerful. I would hope that all the children in the Caribbean, as a result of our efforts, would be able to say in their generation and look at it and say, they will be able to take the opportunities in life, the lessons in life, the place for education to learn and grow in life and expand it way beyond anything imaginable and change the whole trajectory of a cycle that they were trained up in. Caribbean with purpose. Let me be very clear. Jamaica is our inaugural destination. That's my heartbeat. I love the Caribbean. 
Jamaica has been good to me. And why not start there? That's my family. I love them. When they, I see children that are hurting, then I walk away hurt. Because I can come into a city and take it. I can enjoy the pretty blue water. I can enjoy the beautiful resorts. And I can indulge in the delicacies of that island. But when I see out of my heart that I can come in and experience the riches, it does something to me when I walk by or pass by children. And that I can come in and enjoy all of this, that truthfully, their parents, their aunts, their grandparents are making possible for me. So this is my give back to them. This is my give back to the Caribbean, because the Caribbean as a whole, on the business side, has been very wonderful to me. So now is my time to give back to them. Pamela was correct. We have experienced some of the most delightful children on this island. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Smart, but I'm going to tell you something. They know education is important to them. And without education, they feel separate from how our children feel on the United States side, they feel, I have to have this education. It's a necessity for me to have it. Because if I do not achieve it, if I do not drive myself to accomplish the scores or the, the, uh, the learning that I need to receive, I'm not going to be successful. Whereas, I remember my son telling me when he graduated from college, Mom, I didn't have to do this. I didn't know I didn't have a choice. You didn't have a choice. Who told you you had a choice? You didn't have a choice. But he thought he had a choice. Here in the United States, you do have more choices. And in other countries, sometimes your choices are forced. They're not.
for those IT tech people that are here, um, or techie people that are here, to partner with us to bring um, international uh, companies or branding that have tablets, computers. Pamela and I visited a school, another awesome school, awesome. And the need was computers. 1,750 students, one school, no computers. It's 2,300 schools in Jamaica. One school we visited, we visited several. All of them did not have computers, but this is a high-performing school, 1,750 students in no school, no, no computers, that broke my heart.
country. And as such, we don't necessarily have resources that are available here in the United States. So clearly, um, but at the same token, as a third world country, we still have, a, it's a very beautiful destination. It's an island country in the Caribbean. We're the third largest island in the Caribbean, um, largest English-speaking island. Um, thus making a project such as this a little bit easier. Yes. <laughs> And so, of course, you know, most people know Jamaica as the beach, the music, the flavor, the nature, the joy, but I think, and we all feel, our biggest asset is our people. Truly is what makes Jamaica a special destination. Um, there's a map of Jamaica. There's six locations that are predominantly uh, marketed, so to speak, as an island destination. Montego Bay is probably what most of you know. Um, that's really our capital, our tourism capital. We do have our one international airport located in Montego Bay. Um, but there's also Ocho Rios, Port Antonio, Kingston, which is actually our capital, and where our other international airport is located, um, the South Coast and Negril. So I'm just going to touch a little bit on each area just to kind of give you an idea, because they're very different in terms of even though we're a small island, each area is very different from one another. So just the highlights. Montego Bay, as I mentioned, is our tourism capital. We refer to it as the complete resort. Um, one of the partners that, um, and I believe that Sandra mentioned it, one of the partners that are on this initiative is the Hyatt uh, Ziva Zalar. That's where that um, June 22nd uh, launch is going to take place. And the Hyatt Ziva Zalar is located in our tourism capital of Montego Bay. But we also have a number of other properties there. These are just some very small photos you might be hard to see of some other properties that are relatively new that have opened over the last uh, year to 18 months. On the left or extreme right um, would be uh, Excellence Resorts, Breathless, we have Jamaica Grand, um, Zoetry. The majority of our hotel properties in Montego Bay are all inclusive. Some are family friendly, others are adult only. Um, but we do have a variety of different offerings, um, you know, for, in terms of, of what we have to attract folks. Nicrail, we refer to Nicrail as the capital of casual. It's on the western end of the island. And uh, Nicrail is one of those areas where it's just flip-flops, t-shirt, bathing suit. That's just the way it is in Nicrail. That's the way the people are. They're very casual. No need to dress up. No frills. No fun. Just relax. Everything is that way. That's the grill. Seven miles of white sand beaches. That, that is not, no filter on this photograph. It really is a beautiful place. Um, one of the areas that we're truly proud of. Again, just some photos of, of hotel properties that are relatively new in terms of opening recently. Um, on the end here, to, um, what would be your right, is an Island Lots Beach Park. What I like about this park is um, there was a need in Negril uh, for folks who, several of the hotels in Negril are not all inclusive. And so there was a need for those who stayed in Negril to enjoy a beach park because some of the hotel properties are not on the beach. So this opened recently, there isn't a cover charge. You can rent beach chairs, they have several restaurants and bars, all natural um, smoothie place and ice cream. Just a wonderful place for folks that can go and relax, whether you are a, a guest visiting our island or whether you live in Jamaica. So it really gives an opportunity to those folks who live in the grill as well as those visiting to come together and enjoy the beach. The South Coast. Uh, the South Coast is really uh, a really off the beaten path. It's, it's where we have our ecotourism, where our nature reserves are. It's a quieter part of the island. There are not many hotels. Most of the properties there are either um, bed and breakfast, villa type properties. So very few all-inclusives there. The biggest all-inclusive though would be Sandals on the South Coast. Um, they do offer, um, again, it's an adults-only property. So unfortunately, children would be allowed to go there. Although I will say this, it's very popular for weddings. So they do allow families to come on to the property for, to, you know, if there's a wedding that's taking place, but they just can't stay. So the South Coast. It's also home to Appleton Estate, which is our rum. 
Um, we like to refer to it as one of our best legal exports. Um, <laughs> the reason I have a photograph of the lady there, <laughs> uh, that lady there that's holding up a glass, she is something special. Her name is Joyce Spence. She is the only female master blender in the spirits industry. And where is she from? Um, so we, are, we proudly celebrate her. As a matter of fact, this, the Appleton Estate Rum Tour has been renamed Joyce Spence Appleton Rum Experience after her, in honor of her. So we are really proud of Joyce. She's a wonderful lady. Um, she does give um, tasting events, so if that's something that you might want to experience, uh, there are several times during the year where she will actually be giving a master class on, on rum, which is a really cool experience. Uh, as I've already mentioned, Sandal South Coast. Kingston. Kingston is the heartbeat of Jamaica. It is our capital. It is where, I was speaking to James earlier, it, that is where really everything takes place. I mentioned in our conversation to James, we were talking about Usain Bolt, and I started to explain to him who Usain Bolt was, because the thing about it is, believe it or not, some people don't know who he is, and I don't take that for granted, although I think everybody in this room would know who he is, but... What I was trying to explain to him is that he didn't know where the where he would run in terms of where our national stadium is, where, where our track and field events would take place, and they actually take place in Kingston. So all of the major events that take place in Kingston, that take place in Jamaica, are usually held in Kingston. We have National Dance Theatre Company, recently we had Misty, Copeland Perform, our National Dance Theatre Company it was a fantastic event. Um, so any, anything like that, anything cultural, anything that is truly, um, when President Obama visited Jamaica, he was in Kingston. So anything of that level takes place in our capital. There are also lots of hotels um, and wonderful restaurants where you can certainly uh, take part in experiencing our cuisine. And of course, the Bob Island Museum. I must point out, because this recently happened, UNESCO has recognized reggae music as an international um, cultural heritage. Oh, yay. So we're very, very proud of that. So if you love reggae music and want to see how Bob Marley lived his life, I would highly recommend going to Kingston and going to Bob Marley Museum. That's where it is. And, and uh, doing the tour. We also have Devon House Ice Cream. Devon House is a very, very interesting place and a place that we're truly proud of. Devon House was actually a, owned by the Caribbean's first billionaire. He built this house, it was in, in, in Kingston, and now it's turned into a tourist, area, a tourist uh, museum. It's really a museum of sorts in that no one lives there anymore, but they utilize the facility for tours and also any head of state, um, any um, visitor to the island uh, is taken to Devon House to have, a, you know, like an evening of, whether it's a state dinner or anything like that. But in addition to that, Devon House is home to the fourth best ice cream in the world, called Devon House Ice Cream. So if you love ice cream and you want to taste some unusual flavors, like Guinness, and guava, and salsal, and rum and raisin. And no, I'm reaching out. Unfortunately, I don't have any with me this evening. <laughs> but you can certainly go down to Kingston and go to Dublin House and experience that. Photograph on the right is the Blue Mountain Range. Um, of course, once again, that is one of our other legal exports, Blue Mountain Coffee. That's where it's grown. So that those are. Only a handful of things that you can experience in Kingston. So lots to do, lots to see all over the island. Port Antonio is on the eastern end of the island. It actually is just over the mount, over the blue mountains from Kingston, on the other side, on the coast. That has not been filtered. That is Port Antonio. Very, very natural, underdeveloped to a degree area of Jamaica that a lot of times we tell folks if you have to ask how much, perhaps it's not the place for you. So this is where the one percenters of the world go to visit. Errol Flynn, Marilyn Monroe, 
when she was alive, all those folks went to Port Antonio to experience the beauty that, was, that is Jamaica. Beyonce and Jay-Z recently went to Port Antonio. They were in Kingston filming a video for their, they were actually filming um, shots for their tour. And then they went over to Port Antonio by helicopter and stayed in some of the amazing um, luxury villas that are in Port Antonio. No all-inclusive hotels in Port Antonio. That's why we say, if you have to ask the price, the house is not for you. But just a variety. Rafting on the Rio Grande is one of the most famous things you can do in Port Antonio. It is an absolutely relaxing three hours on the longest river in Jamaica. That gentleman with the 111 on his back, he is a raft captain. The river, it takes about three and a half hours to navigate. He's doing all the work. You're just sitting back, relaxing, taking it all in. Truly is a fantastic experience. Highly recommended. Um, Trident Castle is just one of the beautiful properties that are in Port Antonio. It's a castle. It's not for, it's not, you cannot stay there, but you can rent it for events and parties and weddings. So it's one of those places that just stands out. It's been in many, many, many um, films and music videos as well. Otrius. Otrius is the centerpiece of Jamaica. This photograph is taken from the mountains looking down. Just some of the amazing um, views that you can get in Otrius. It is home to most of our attractions, most of our tours, most of our things to do on island, such as zip lining over Don's River Falls, climbing Don's River Falls. The, in the center, that's a lady on a replica of a bobsled. I don't know if you remember, several years ago, we had a bobsled team. Actually, we had a women's bobsled team that represented us in the Olympics last year, last winter Olympics. That's a replica of the bobsled. You'll take that down the mountain and look at the views in the background. Really amazing. And one of our beautiful waterfalls in Oshrias, Island Valley Falls. So that's just a brief synopsis of Jamaica, just to kind of show you this, the various resort areas, the beautiful parts of our island that you can visit. Um, I would encourage you certainly to, to join us in June. That would be really amazing if you could, hopefully. And once again, I just want to say it's truly an honor to be representing Jamaica and to be partnering with Caribbean with Purpose. Really, really proud of you, Sandra. Excellent job. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. And believe it or not, um, this is how great the partnership is with uh, Jamaican Tourism Board and Caribbean with Purpose. They're following us to every city that we go to. They are the
know this go. But when you got someone pushing you, pushing me, wow. I said, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> you are too much in my face.
you engage in the community, they will connect with educators. And so, um, those are our three words, educate, escape, and what's the third one? And so tonight, if you see it in your heart to support CWP, please see one of us. If you are uh, on the Fund Development Team, please stand, because we want you to know where your resources are for information. So these are the people who can, can share with you anything you know about CWP, any questions that you may have about CWP. It's a huge task. We were sharing our mission with someone on a conference call, and he said, oh, wow, that's mighty aspirational. Well, it is, but we're up for the challenge. We're up for we're up for the work that we know we'll be able to put into this to make this become a reality. And so, if you want to be a partner by uh, supporting us tonight, please feel free. There are ways that you can support us tonight. If you want to be a volunteer, we are always looking for volunteers. If you want to join us on our sales team or our ambassador team, please see us then as well. So at this point. I just want to ask you all, because we've talked a lot. Did you enjoy tonight? Yes. Yeah. So I thank you. So I want to take an opportunity to thank you all for coming this evening. Let's give our guests a round of applause. And then I want to ask up to the front of the board members before we do our official ribbon cutting. I'm going to ask Ms. Sandra Gray, our president and founder, to come up, please. Let's give her a hand. She's our president and our founder. I'm going to ask our um, secretary to come up, please. That is Mr. Desmond. I'm going to ask our treasurer, Mr. James Hunt III, to come up, please. I'm going to ask Miss um, Barber to come on up. She is on our fun team. The other Pamela and Vanna, Miss Pam Baker, come on up. While small in number numbers, we are strong in power and in heart in our mission and our commitment. You know, someone told me once that commitment is doing the things that you said you were going to do long after the feeling in which you said it in has passed. Right? You are looking at a committed group of people. So I want to give you all.